it was older, but also the, the younger people there were with people who understood. They were also with their parents. <laughs> and a lot of people, too, is like, when you're going to... So let's talk about the price for a minute here. Yeah. So going into this convention, my biggest question was, what were these games going to cost? Because it's not a secret. The collect the game retro gaming market right now is insane. Yeah. Everything is... Prices are fluctuating ridiculously, and it's like it's very hard to track. Mm. So I was a little curious how this was going to be, because when I went in 2019, it was expensive, but I knew what I was looking for, for yeah. the most part. This time around, I had no idea what I was going to expect. Yeah. And, yeah, for the most part, it was pretty... Uh, it was expensive, I'll say that. Yeah. Like, the prices were definitely... I was expecting it, but they were definitely higher than what I was... Yeah used to so that was partially part of why i think people are more behaved because mm-hmm. frankly like you weren't you weren't getting there wasn't gonna be a whole lot of like wiggle room with a lot of this stuff yeah there definitely wasn't um i do notice too one thing is if you go in with a deep with a good attitude a lot of the times they'll cut you a break if you immediately yeah. go in and are confrontational about prices and are like all like could you do this and like, you say it very kind of snotty yeah. You're not gonna get a deal. Yeah. If no, you're nice about it and like you work with them, like chat it up. Like, yeah. Don't don't be there in the way. Yeah. But like chat. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Gaming Collecting Podcast. On this episode, me and Alex are going to be discussing our recent trip to Retro World Expo in Connecticut going over topics like the experience overall, some of the finds we found, other cool little kiosks and uh, booths we pursued during our trip, as well as just the general experience and some of the thoughts we had over the entire trip. Because honestly, it was a blast. But anyways, guys, thanks once again for joining us as we discuss the games that shaped us convention time. How you been? Well, it's been eight days yeah, since, since we, we last, last recorded. Podcast, so yep. I've been great. How have you been? Oh, it's been a it's been a busy day. Yep. Very eventful. Yep. We woke up. Got ready. Got ready. <laughs> and went to breakfast. And went to breakfast. As one as one does. We went to the best spot in town, the diner. Yep. And then so our big event oh, wait, what'd you have to eat? It was a burrito, but I... You, explain. It was a breakfast burrito. Yeah, and it was good. And I had an omelet. Yes. With coffee. We both had coffee. We had a lot of coffee today. Yep. Well, you did. I did not. Oh. I had like a cup and a half at the diner. You had... Two cups at the diner. <laughs> but anyways, so our big event for today was we actually went to um, Retro World Expo in Connecticut. And Second time going. Yep, our second time going, because last year was canceled, but yeah. this year was the final, made the comeback. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I guess probably the biggest thing we could talk about is just comparing it to uh, Kineticon, which we went to, in a, which we discussed in a previous episode. And I have to say, this was a lot more relaxed than... Uh, yes. Uh, well, I'd have to say... Um... Kineticon was more on the lines of, like, a Boston Comic Con. It was a very generally, like, Yeah, it was, diverse. like, comic books, anime, video there games. There wasn't really a theme. Pop culture. It was more just, like, 
nerdy stuff at the convention. Yeah, it was, yeah, kind of nerdy fandoms things, the connection, but convention. But Retro World was video games. Oh, yeah, Retro World is a gaming convention from beginning to end. There is yes. anime-ish stuff there. Oh, yeah. But it's almost from the 100% gaming focused. Yeah, for the most part, you're there to find games and then maybe get some pop culture stuff. But for the most part, it's game central. Yeah, and like even like go getting in was like super chill. Like it was like waited in a line for a few minutes. Yeah, got your tickets. Got well, got your wristband. Went in. Then we went upstairs. Had to get our lanyards. Mm-hmm. And yeah, because we had like a deluxe thing. Because thank you, mom. We had mom. the early access, so we had easier like clearance to get in basically well we got like these cute little backpacks and lanyards and then t-shirts and lanyards and it was pretty cool mm. it was like a nice little thing um so then it was also a bit more low-key this time around compared to uh oh yeah compared to uh the original because the original retro world was like well a you multi- mean not the original but like well, the, our first the one experience. we went to yeah. 2019 was a bit more like it was multiple floors, like all sorts of like mm. panels everywhere, like big like events and stuff. This one was a bit more low key, mostly also because they were sharing it with a home expo. Yeah. It was like a home and garden expo, <laughs> which was hilarious because the the drastic like shift in like well, different people. Well, it was funny too. It was like the parking. So at this convention center. The parking situation, we never have not gotten lost in the parking lot, but we're going in and there's just like so many people here and we're just like, uh, Bill's just like, I told you so, because we were running late, um, we were running late and Bill's like, we shouldn't stop for breakfast and I was like, I'm eating breakfast, you're getting it whether you like it or not, <laughs> so we got breakfast and uh, the convention started at 10 and we got there at like 10.30 and like we're going to park and there's just like a lot of cars so we're like, so I'm like, shit, shit, Bill's right, shit, shit. But then it turned out that it was also because there was two conventions there. Yeah. Because really, like, the line we sat in was like... It went pretty quick. It We were, like, there for maybe, like, ten minutes max, five to ten minutes max. Like, really not that long at all. Um, and the process to get in was super easy. It was just like, scan a QR code, get a wristband, boom. Boom, and none of this... See, I think retro, not retro, um, Kineticon was a bit more hyper safe, Mm. I guess you could say. But also Kineticon had more risks to it, though, because there was more people, like, with props and stuff. Yeah, that's true. uh, Larger bags and stuff, so I think it's kind of like give and take. They also didn't, so this convention utilized, like, the ticketing booths that they had, um, and Kineticon used, like, their own kind of ticketing system. Um... But I also just think the crowd was not as big as what Kineticon's was. Like, I think Kineticon had more people, but it, it catered to more audiences. But Retro was, World still definitely did have a lot of people. Oh, it had a lot of people, but I think because Retro World is such a... Niche. So because it's gaming, the a majority of the actual area is strictly, like, collecting, like, vendors. Yeah. Like, the majority of the convention is, is like, vendors and stuff. Yeah. And... And it's not like most. There is some vendors that sell like art and stuff, but for the most part, it's like legitimate businesses that are selling their products. Yeah, like, like games and stuff, like game stores and everything. Because one of the one of the booths was actually a game store that's right down the street from my work. Yeah. So I was like, I saw their booth and I was like, oh, I know that place. It's literally down the street from my work. Yep. 
But the whole thing with it is, at what, the people in there, for the most part, know what they're doing. Like, there's no, like, casuals kind of, yeah. like, wandering around that don't know anything. No, for the most part, people knew what they were getting into, and they knew what they were buying Yeah, like, <laughs> game collectors, yeah, game collectors are kind of on a, a different wavelength because mm. of just, we, t- we take this down to, like, a science a lot of the time with, like, pricing and like value and like we check we individually inspect every little nook and cranny of every object we buy because it it, that's it means it's important to us this means something it kind of (laughs) does so getting in was pretty interesting and i will say manners were definitely a lot better at um oh yeah retro world i think for the most part everyone was a lot more respectful (laughs) there was distant like there were spots where it was crowded but for the most part like there wasn't people shoving. Most people, like, they'd go in a booth. If they didn't see something, they'd leave. They yeah. wouldn't just hang out. Like, they wouldn't ask for Wii games. Uh, they <laughs> didn't was... ask about the boba tea. Or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they didn't talk about how they're, they like to do digital art. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> no, but I did notice, too, like, there was a lot more, like, if, you, if someone bumped into you, you'd, get, you'd immediately get, oh, I'm sorry. And, like, it's like. Yeah, everyone's just a lot more polite. But also, I think the crowd was a lot older. Well, it was older, but also the, the younger people there were with people who understood. They were also with their parents. <laughs> and I, a lot of people, too, is like, when you're going to... So let's talk about the price for a minute here. Yeah. So going into this convention, my biggest question was, what were these games going to cost? Because it's not a secret. The collect the game retro gaming market right now is insane. Yeah. Everything is... Prices are fluctuating ridiculously, and it's like, it's very hard to track. Mm. So I was a little curious how this was going to be, because... When I went in 2019, it was expensive, but I knew what I was looking for, for the yeah. most part. This time around, I had no idea what I was going to expect. Yeah. And, yeah, for the most part, it was pretty... Uh, it was expensive, I'll say that. Yeah. Like, the prices were definitely... I was expecting it, but they were definitely higher than what, what I was yeah. used to. So, that was partially part of why I think people are more behaved, because, mm-hmm. frankly, like, you were, you weren't getting there wasn't gonna be a whole lot of like wiggle room with a lot of this stuff yeah there definitely wasn't um i do notice too one thing is if you go in with a de- with a good attitude a lot of the times they'll catch you a break if you immediately yeah. go in and are confrontational about prices and are like oh like could you do this and like, you say it very kind of snotty yeah you're not gonna get a deal yeah if no, you're it's... nice about it and like you work with them like chat it up like yeah don't don't be there in the way yeah. but like chat it up be friendly yeah, but also show that you're genuinely interested in it and also that you actually have knowledge of it because I feel like when you show that you have knowledge and you know what you're talking about, they're going to give you the fair price because they know they can't give you the higher price. They can't, like, not that they'd scam you, but, like, no. if you go in and you're clueless, like, hell yeah, they're going to charge you the more high-end price of the scale, you know? I did notice, though, some of the vendors weren't as friendly as they were in 2019. Yeah. Some of them are kind of like, I tried starting a conversation, they were like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, games are expensive. And I'm like, okay, you're, yeah, I see you're, yeah. you're, you're going to be a robot. That's fine. No. It might have just been, though, may, they might have been told maybe by the convention to kind of keep people moving 
because yeah. of, like, you <laughs> I don't think so, because no. there was there was good people I saw at some booth for, like, literally, like, I passed the booth four times and they were still there, so I don't think that was it. Yeah. I just think some of them were just weren't up for chatting. Yeah. They might have been tired, though, and, you know, it's a long day for them, so you gotta cut them some slack. Well, I mean, it just opened. <laughs> yeah, but they were probably there yesterday Maybe. setting up and stuff. Maybe. But I don't know. Maybe they just deal, dealt with some kid asking for Wii games and... <laughs> They just couldn't take it anymore, you know? Yeah. Maybe they wanted Boba Teen. They didn't even sell Boba Teen, Phil. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know. I did notice, though, the flow was much better this time around. Yeah. There wasn't any, like, awkward stopping. I hate... Nothing can, pisses me off in conventions more than when people just stop in the middle of the thing. It's like... Mm. It's like... Don't... It's like, if you got to stop, move to the side, like, find a spot. Yeah. Don't just, like, stop moving and completely screw everybody. I think I encountered that once, but it was in an area where it, like, wasn't even, like, really crowded, so it wasn't that big of a deal, but other than that, no, like, most people, well, except also for, like, that family who just, like, had their kids sitting on the ground, and I was just like, oh, yeah, great, your kids get stomped on, sure, like, in the middle of an aisle, yeah, I was like, that, okay. that happens sometimes. Yeah. I'm oh, like, there was also that one booth that was really small that we got trapped in. Oh, yeah. There's one point where we just couldn't escape. Well, because of how it was, like, angled and stuff, it kind of was It shaped. had this one tiny entrance, and it was, like, a square. Yeah. And, like, there was a bunch of games I wanted to look at, but this one guy was just, he wouldn't move. And I was like, he isn't going to move, so I'm just, I'm going to go somewhere I'm else. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but... Well, the worst part is he was trying to get the attention of the owner who was busy with, like, four other things at the time. Yeah. That was the booth where I did see that Inuyasha game, though, the DS one. Oh, yeah. And it was, like... It was $150. Yeah. And I was, like... I bought that a year ago for 20 Oh, God. I was, like, damn. Wow. <laughs> like, it... Damn. And it's not... It's, it's not that good. It's it's okay, but it's not... <laughs> it's not a $150 game. No. In my opinion, but that's beside the point. <laughs> but... I noticed that, um, you know what I noticed too, the, uh, the quote unquote celebrity like appearances, they were kind of, they weren't in the normal spot. They were more hidden somewhere, I think. I didn't even see any yeah. of the celebrity, like a celebrity uh, Area. air quote. <laughs> um, I didn't even see any of them. I don't know if they like. Maybe maybe they were just doing, like, panels and stuff. Maybe, or know. they moved to a different area. Yeah, because upstairs, we didn't go, we didn't see any of the panels, but upstairs there was an area for panels, so yeah. maybe they also had the guest up there. Not that but, I really was desiring to meet any of them. But. Yeah, no, there wasn't, I mean, I could care less. Um, I mean, it I, wasn't like I was walking by and happened to see Derek Alexander and was like, I want to talk to him for a minute. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, but that was, they were, like, op- like very open, like, in, like, it wasn't nearly as, like... Well, it was actually kind of funny. I did notice there was actually a couple of, like, podcast booths. Like, booths that were for podcasts. Yeah. And I thought that was funny. I was just like, huh, maybe someday that could <laughs> <Yeah>. be us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, they, uh, that was interesting. I did like the art booths, though, because there were some unique art designs. Yeah. I love conventions like this because people really get a shot to, like, do different things. Mm. Like, how many sticker booths did you see? So a lot of stickers. A lot of stickers. I love the custom art, too. Like, it's not just, like, printed. Yeah. I actually found one of the things I bought was um, from a booth I got a sticker from last year. I got a Judge's Bizarre Adventure sticker last year. And then they were there again. And I was like, hey, I bought this. It Well, not last year. In 2019. 
Um, I bought this sticker in 2019, but I said last year, and then we both were like, wait a minute, there was a year, but it doesn't count. Anyways, um, <laughs> so I ended up buying a couple more stickers from her, uh, and she was pretty cool. She has some pretty cool art. Oh, yeah. I bought a Jolene sticker from Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, and I got Josuke, and then I got um, a Venusaur, and then I got, I got two more. I got a Luffy. Luffy sticker, and then I got uh, Midoriya or Deku from uh, My Hero Academia. So I got some pretty good stickers. Yeah, it was like, it was like, uh, uh, buy. It was like one dollar each sticker, and then it was like buy four, get one free. So. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there was a few cool things. Like I got this. I got this nice uh, Inuyasha and Kagome uh, sticker, as yeah. well as. Um, I got this cool little like uh, bead art of uh, Tifa from Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. They were really cool that booth. Yeah, they, they were had really a, nice. They were personable. They had a whole bunch of different ones. If I had more money, because this was after I had already blown all my <laughs> on money games. on games, but um, yeah, I grabbed one of those. There was a couple more I liked, but I held off. And yeah. then oh, the poster booth was really nice too. Yeah, the poster booth was really nice. They were Bill super. Bought per- me a present. I bought you bought, two presents. He bought me two posters. And I got this little. Um, I have this little Ace Attorney like little postcard too that was really nice. Yeah, and then Bill bought me a One Piece poster, and then it was and the One, one piece, piece and a Mob Psycho One Hundred. Yeah. And then I got you the One Piece uh, Game Boy Advance game. Yeah, he got me. It was like a Japanese Game Boy Advance game. And so, it was complete in the box too, which was nice. Yeah, it's on my shelf. <laughs> Hiccup. I kind of choked a little bit on that too. Anyways, it was Pleasant. a choke up. <laughs> a hiccup, but choking. Now, my favorite thing, though, ever is, um, so I went through a bunch of booths, like, I kind of was, so the first booth booth I saw, there was actually, like, four things that I really wanted, but they were all ridiculously expensive, and I was like, I'm not gonna blow my entire, my entire, like, allotted funds in one booth, so I held off, and I found three Sega CD, like, full motion video games that I was like, I want to play these, kind of, so I bought them, and they were all, like, 15 apiece, and I was like, okay, that's easy, Yeah. like, and they were complete, like, boxed, the big boxes and everything. I can't complain. Yeah, and I was like, I'm not, I can't pass that one up. That's a great deal. Yeah. So I picked those up, and I was like, I might come back later. So then I move on to the next booth, and I think I gradually, I picked up a few small things at each booth. Like, I found Mario Brothers on the NES. Um, I found this one booth. I found Mario versus Donkey Kong 2, and then the other one on DS, mm-hmm. and along with Mario Party DS, because DS games are... Harder to come by these days, and I was trying... When you find a couple that are for a really good price, because these are all under 50 so I was like, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Went there. I also found this one PS1 game I've been looking... I've seen this multiple times. I've never picked it up. It's called, like, Evil Zone or something, or... Huh. Zones. It's something Zone, but um, I finally picked that up. I'm going to check what that's about. Yep. And then I think my first really... One of my first mega purchases, because I had two distinct, like, big purchases... Yep. My first one was I finally got Vandal Hearts 2. That was 150 I wasn't super thrilled to pay that, but it is what it is. It was mint. What are you going to so. do? Yeah. And I'll get to the other one later because it was the last thing I bought. But um, mm-hmm. we kept went around. You kept, you kept going off because I would... Well, you would be at a booth, and then I would just go on adventure and like mm-hmm. find other things. Because there was a booth that was selling anime figures, but... 
it was mostly just like the girl, it, it was the a lot of re-zero ones. figures um i don't know her name the one with the blue hair she's pretty iconic mm. they had a bunch of those they had a bunch of demon slayer figures but i like demon slayers but like i'm not a huge huge fan so i passed on that i was kind of surprised though there was like no my hero academia figures and i was kind of like unless they sold out immediately i was kind of surprised they didn't have any mm. um but I don't, I wasn't really looking. I was kind of surprised there was even any figures at all. Yeah. But it was cool. But I'll probably just go to my favorite store <laughs> in Connecticut yep. and get one there. But I, I'll probably I do also, that after like Christmas. Yep. I also found um, a box copy of Killing Time for the 3DO, like the big cardboard box and everything. It's oh, not in the sick. greatest shape. I'm gonna have to do some like box surgery when I get home. <laughs> but um. Box surgery. It's a thing with uh, old video game boxes. You should like do like a little like time lapse video like put your camera up while you're doing it and like time lapse it that'd be kind of cool to post on your instagram yeah maybe i'll think about it um yep and then i I got that and the last two games i bought well before we came back was um i found two atari jaguar games riding and this game called uh, (laughs) you don't even know club drive (laughs) it's probably garbage but it was cheap so i bought it yeah um, and then we kind of wandered around. That's when we bought all the art and like looked at different art stuff. Yeah. And then we went out and chilled out in the open area lobby yeah. for a few minutes and just got some fresh air. Sat down for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, chilled out. You walk a little bit, but then we decided to do one more loop. Yep. And there was one thing I wanted because I had seen it and I passed on it because I, I was out of money. Mm-hmm. So I decided I'd break out the um, I'd go out of the uh, budget. I'd, I'd break the budget cap once. Yep just for this because it was it was a great deal for what it was i found rayman on the atari uh, jaguar (laughs) sick it was 150 dollars, but you know i've seen that going for like double that when you can find it it wasn't boxed but i mean it's pretty rare so i finally got that yeah and as as i was leaving they had a whole bunch of so some guy i guess they, they were telling me like a game former gamestop employee dropped off a bunch of like the signage from like the old um systems for like the walls and stuff where the systems oh, that's used to so be funny so they just had like all these old like game boy color playstation sega nintendo like all these old like big metal signs that they used to have at gamestop so i bought one of the old playstation ones <laughs> and i was like because it was like eight bucks i was like hell yeah i'm gonna do i'll yeah. find something with them yeah, yeah. i'll find something to do with this yeah and if you want to see it pete bill's instagram i posted it. it's on it's oh. on the uh the gram but yep. um yeah, so it was, like, pretty cool, and I had to pose with it outside. Yes, but before we left, we also decided to go look at the little gaming area. Oh, yeah, there was a ga- oh yeah, a wrestling ring. <laughs> yeah, there's, like, a wrestling ring, and, uh, well, when I first walked by, I was like, Bill, is that a wrestling ring? And you're like, yes, yes, it is. And then he showed me a picture later of, like, people actually wrestling, I was like, oh, I kind of wish I got to see that, but... It was fine, not seeing mm. it. And then they had, like, a bunch of gaming setups. Like, kind of like how it was set up at Kineticon, too. Mm. Um, Which was cool. But we didn't get to play any. No, they were too we're crowded. we're going to play a bunch tonight, too. Yeah, because they were crowded, too. But there was also, um, in that area, they had this awesome, like, car, like decked-out, tricked-out car uh, made by a guy named uh, Russ Lyman, or Lehman. Mm-hmm. If I mispronounced that, I'm sorry. Um, but it, the thing is ridiculous. I posted that on Instagram, too. It's, like, this decked-out, like, Mario. It's got a big blue shell on the roof. Yeah. It's insane, and he had he had a Mario Kart live cart like like track built around it. It was fun. Yeah, so that was crazy, and it you know the atmosphere was really nice too. Like I don't think I've ever seen a gaming convention like with that great of an atmosphere in a while. Yeah, no, it was like pretty like 
you don't usually find like a gaming convention where the atmosphere is pretty chill, you know, like at, or any convention. I feel like it's always like a lot of like <laughs> stress, stress, stress. But this one was pretty chill. I never relaxed. felt like I was swarmed either. Like one of my yeah. least favorite things at a convention is like when you feel swarmed. Oh yeah. Because there's like so many times where like you'll stand, you'll stop moving for one second, and the next thing you know, you're surrounded. Yeah. And it's like, oh my god, it's like you can't get a freaking catch of catch your bear like a catch your breath yeah this one you could definitely oh yeah this like, one was chill pause people, for a minute relax well people had a sense of like space like yeah it wasn't like the other one where it was like you were constantly getting like run into or <laughs> constantly like, getting barraged by other people um but it was nice i mean and there was a lot of cool things we saw like because the odyssey that we oh, saw yeah, we saw an old was ma- insane there was like, a magnavox odyssey that was like mint in yeah, the condition it was in was incredible. You posted a picture on your po- personal yeah, Instagram. Yeah, I, I, it was in my photo dump. Like it, it was see, in there. Seeing that thing, like and seeing how nice it was, and like how it kept, like that was just wicked cool. Like I'd you love just to give it don't a sh- see that. I would love to own one of those, but I have no place to put one. Or nor yeah. do I have a TV that would actually be able to play it. Right I now. saw a ton of really old, like a ton of stuff. I was surprised to see, like the Intellivision. Is it? Uh, what's the one? Uh, it's the cards. The cars. Oh, the Turbo Graphics. The Turbo Graphics 64. There was that booth that, like, it had was just dedicated. a shitload of... It had so much Turbo... Like, but it had multiple actual consoles itself, and then plus all a, the uh, games. Plus a Turbo Express. Yeah. Which is the handheld... Um, it's basically, it's the console, but it's a handheld. Yeah. Kind of like the Nomad, in a, little, in, a, in a sense. It was pretty sick. I was like, wow. This is a lot of money right here. <laughs> a lot of money everywhere. Yeah. There was a lot of cool stuff. Like, I saw a lot of, like, there was, like, one booth that was selling, like, just a whole bunch of Pong consoles. Yeah, I saw that one, too. I couldn't justify a lot of, there was so many things, like, I really wanted, but I just could not justify that price. Yeah. You know what I didn't see a lot, though, of this year? What? There wasn't a ton of imports. No. Like, <laughs> Last year, well, not last year, uh, 2019, there was, like, full booths of just nothing but imported Saturn games. Yeah. Like, imports, like, up the wazoo. It was, like, there was a few, but nothing, like, before. I wonder if it's harder now with everything. Well, there was less booths. Yeah. When we went the first time, there was everywhere, like. Yeah. There was definitely a lot less people. Um, well, I guess less... I overheard, I guess, a couple backed out, too. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Well, because I remember even at, like, Kineticon, it was kind of the same. Like, you know, there was a bunch of booths that, like, there's empty spots that either, like, they, well, there a bunch of people closed, but there was um, a bunch of people who backed out, too. Mm. So, I think it's just gonna happen. It was, it, it amazed me how many Game Boys you would see, though. Yeah. There was Game Boys everywhere. Well, one thing you have to think about, too, is that, like, they may not have necessarily backed out, too. They may have, like, I don't know, like, someone in their family or family group got COVID or something. And Possibly. Like had to like... I, I, they specifically said backed out. Yeah. Though, so I'm not no. sure. But yeah, it was crazy. I mean, a good way to blow, blow a lot of money. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it was fun. And it was definitely, and I, we, it's fun going down there to Hartford. Uh, wouldn't want to live there full no. time, but, but it's um, fun to go down and visit because yeah. there's just so much more to do. But uh, before we get in further into that, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Break time. 
And we're back. We are back. You know what I realized? We didn't actually talk about what we were drinking. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> our, you know our thing that we supposedly do? All right, what are you drinking, Bill? Um, I'm boring, and I'm drinking a, a unsweetened green tea that we've got at, that we'll actually get into in a bit. Yes, and I am drinking... Well, I was actually drinking a uh, fun funner drink, but now I'm drinking the same thing I drank in my la- last podcast, a Dell's Rhode Island hard tea, because it's so good. But anyways, so after the convention... Well, actually, you wanted to talk about your shirt. Oh, yes, yes. I got many compliments on my shirt. There was a lot of One Piece fans at um, at the convention. I got this uh, crew neck sweatshirt, um, and it's like a dip dyed, and it's One Piece, so it's yellow at the top, white in the middle, and then a heathery gray dipped at the bottom, and then it has a red One Piece logo, and... I got so many compliments on it. I like had a ton of people say, that's a really cool shirt. Where'd you find that? And I'd be like, I got it on the Box Lunch website. Woo! <laughs> but that's also how I got pointed out the uh, One Piece yeah, Game, Game Boy, Boy Advance game. Because game. the owner of the store was a big One Piece fan. Yep. And so was I. So we had a connection. It's a cult. A One <laughs> Piece connection. because It's not a cult. It is a lifestyle. No, just kidding. <laughs> so a cult. Fuck you. I just assaulted Bill. Physical. With my fist. Okay. <laughs> anyways. So after that, we headed out and we got lost in the parking garage. Yes. Like always. Because for some reason... I can never figure out how to get out of this Because the arrows are so confusing. The arrows are out. really confusing. That people drive like morons in parking garages. Yeah, I know. Like people drive way too fast in parking garages. Like I don't even gas. Like I literally just let it roll the whole way. That's it. Like I don't gas at all. But some people fly around those corners. It's like, ugh. I'm gonna kill somebody. So. After, so when we finally escaped the parking garage, we decided we, well, we decided that we would go to Cheesecake Factory after, because what other after convention activity could you think of? A lot of things, but... Well, fuck you then. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) but before we did that, we were, it was down in West Hartford, um, so before we did that, we decided, oh, we're gonna go to the, my, one of my favorite stores, it's called Maruichi. And it's this Japanese grocery store, and it basically imports a bunch of stuff from Japan. So we walked around there. I got, like, this boba tea kit so I can make, try and make boba tea at home, and I'm and really excited I got my, about That's it. where I got my green tea. <laughs> yes. I also bought some coffee, Japanese coffee. <laughs> yes. I got this peach tea, and then I got this uh, takoyaki, uh, which is already, like, well, I might have pronounced that wrong. Don't judge me, but there's little fish things. Usually they're filled, like, these little fish cake things. They're not fish cakes, though, where they're made of fish. They're, like, shaped like a fish, but they're cakey. And um, the ones I got were filled with custard, uh, but they also make them filled with red bean paste, which is okay. I wasn't a huge fan of the red bean paste when I tried it in Japan, but I love the custard buns. Um, So these ones aren't made fresh, but they're still pretty good. I've gotten them before. Yeah, and then I was walking down the street drinking my Japanese coffee. Yep, and I was drinking my Japanese peach drink. It wasn't tea. It was kind of fizzy, but I liked it. Yep. <laughs> so we went there, and then we went to Barnes & Noble. Yes. 
Because what else do you do? <laughs> but go to Barnes and Noble. There aren't really books. Bookstores are starting to become a, a scarce thing. So. I know. But there's like 30 of them in Connecticut for whatever reason. Yeah. Barnes and Nobles are happening in Connecticut. It's funny because they have full-on manga sections now, which is just insane. <laughs> yeah. And they're probably the most popular section because <laughs> you ended up buying a manga from there, right? Yeah, I got the first issue of Mao, which is... Uh, Rumiko Takagashi's uh, newest uh, manga she's writing. Which is Inuyasha Part 2. Well, no, they're unrelated, <laughs> but it, you can see the Inuyasha vibes from it. Yeah. And then uh, I got... I got two things from the... I got two things from there. The first thing I got was uh, the My Hero Academia uh, Two Heroes movie, um, which I... I've seen before, but I, like, I couldn't find it anywhere, so I ended up just, like, buying it. Because it was only, like, ten bucks, so I was like, hell yeah, I'm gonna buy it. And then you bought so your bought book. That. And then I bought, um, I bought, uh, Lore Olymp- Olympus, Olympus, sorry, I can't speak, Volume 1, uh, which is a webtoon, uh, and it's the number one webtoon on, like, the webtoon app. And it was really cool because I've been following this series since, like, it first came out on Webtoon. Um, and it's just really cool to see where it's become. Like, you can find it at, like, a bookstore. You can buy, like, a physical copy, uh, which is pretty sick. And then it's also getting, like, an animation ad- anime adaptation as well. Hmm. So it's pretty awesome. And the art style is really cool and unique. And it's a cool story, uh, it basically takes on the story of Hades and Persephone, um, but kind of gives her own spin on it, and it's really cool. I recommend you check it out. And then we donated books to charity. <laughs> yes. When we were checking out, they had an option to donate. It was like, spend $5 to buy a book to donate to charity, uh, donate to kids in need. So, so we both did. Oh. I bought a Loki children's book. I don't if, even remember what it is. Yours was Paw Patrol. Was it? I, I just Paw told them Patrol. whatever was on top. So Yeah. <laughs> it's like so, whatever's on top, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, you know, if you're out there shopping for things, you know, and you have $5, especially if you're at a bookstore, you know, do something nice, you know? Because when you do something nice, it, it comes, you got to pay it forward because it'll come back to you. Yep. But yeah, so then after that, we, then we wandered around downtown Hartford for a bit. Yeah, we got our steps in. Um, there's a lot of restaurants, so it kind of counteracted our goal of finding something to do before we eat. So yeah. we ended up just taking a good old walk. And it was fine, though. <laughs> and um, with the demanding crosswalks. Yes, the crosswalks down there are very demanding. They're just like, wait, wait, and they just yell at you. <laughs> Remember that one woman who, like, sprinted, like, the second oh, it went? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she, like, booked it. I was like... It's like a girl who just sprinted and like ran and I was like oh my god I don't know she was trying to catch up to something I have no idea it was fun though I got this cool picture of like a Hartford like mural that I saw that was pretty cool yeah I'll probably post that on my personal account West Hartford's a nice very nice area like I never feel worried about being down there which is good Um, yeah and then we had our Cheesecake Factory. Yes, I got, it was very crowded, and I don't know why, but we're cursed. Every time we go to Cheesecake Factory, we get to sit next to, like, a crying child. Whatever, and and those seats are always crammed, too. Yeah, 
They well, they just try and fit as many people in there, which I can't blame them. Nah, but I just really but... was like, there was like the, the the family just having like the argument with the kid the whole time. Well, and it was, was like... so frustrating to listen to too, because like the kid was being a little shit. Like let's not they get were too playing... into it. But what? Let's not get too into it. Well, basically, what just happened was like the kid was being a little shit, so the dad was like, "You're not getting, you're not getting cheesecake," and then the kid would cry, and then it would repeat, and I think it repeated like eight times of basically the kid going. Of going, nee, 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 and then it was you're not getting cheesecake. Either way, it was nee. awkward. It was awkward it as re- it was awkward as fuck. It was so awkward, but I was getting pissed. I was just like, just take his cheesecake away or not. I don't want to hear your family drama anymore. <laughs> I know. And then the, the couple on the side of us was like, there was they were spilling some serious tea over yeah, there. Yeah, they were spilling some serious. That's the funnest. <laughs> Honestly, like... that's part of the experience at Cheesecake Factory. It's just that you're going to overhear everyone else's conversation. I was like, I don't want to like hear about. I'm sitting here. I don't want to hear about your life. Yeah, you know. And then we're trying not to be obnoxious in the middle. Yeah, we're just like you know. <laughs> Meanwhile, our poor waitress is like dealing with four different people I know. at once. And like, and like, I don't know about. About you guys, but like, whenever I'm at a restaurant, I just try to like do my best to make the waitress's job easier because I know it's not easy being a waitress, especially right now because every restaurant is understaffed. understaffed. So I always try to stack plates. I try and do everything that I can because don't leave the place looking like a war zone. Yeah, because like <laughs> the table next to us, they didn't even try to clean oh, up no. at all, and it Jeez. was just like, come on, like you could at least try and stack some plates. So. Be kind to your service workers. Help them out as much as you can. Because yep. they really deserve it right now. Because it's tough. Yeah. But other than that, then we kind of... We headed back. Almost yeah. got killed on the highway because yeah. people are insane. Yep. <laughs> no one knows how to drive anymore. <laughs> nope. No one does. It's always just like hit or miss. It's just like, alright, alright. Yep. Am I going to die today? Who knows? But it's kind of sad. That was the last convention most likely for the year. Yeah. No. Well, we got Anime Boston to look forward to. If that ever comes back. If they ever... I thought it was. I gotta buy tickets. They, sure. They've rescheduled it twice now. Yeah. It's like... Eh, we'll see. But, we'll see. But that will probably be our next one, if it happens. Yeah, if hope, not, hopefully. We don't know. I'd like it to come we back. We still have the Anime Moxiri tickets, apparently. Gee, in I'm, Houston. I'm not flying to Texas for that, so... Yeah. Especially, yeah. I feel like Texas is just going down yeah, right let's, now. Yeah, let's not, let's not get into that. But, yeah. um, <laughs> anyways. Anyways. Yes, yeah, crazy collecting. So yeah. many games. I'm probably going to talk about them on my blog soon. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, what was your favorite thing you saw? <laughs> Honestly, we already talked about it, but, like, seeing that Odyssey... That was cool. ...was sick. Like, you just... I wasn't expecting to see that. But also just, like, honestly, it was just all the, like, retro, like, really old consoles that were in such pristine condition. There was games in there older than us. <laughs> yeah. And that, that was pretty sick to me. I thought that was really cool. How about you? Um, a few things. I mean, like, obviously seeing, like, some of those games boxed were, like, insane. Yeah. Wasn't really digging some of the graded games that were, like, obscenely overpriced, but that's... Yeah. That's that was my first time even hearing about graded games, yeah. so... But I saw, I mean, there was some cool stuff. I mean, finding that, finding a, a good copy of uh, Rayman on the Jaguar was cool, especially because Jaguar games are so hard to find, and they're all expensive as balls now. Yeah. I mean, but I have enough now that we can do a Jaguar episode at some point, Woo! so that's, that'll be fun. Coming in the future. I gotta make sure I have two controllers first. I, oh. think, I think I do. I thought you could plug the, like, 
No, it's, oh, it's not exactly the same plug. It's uh, got a unique plug. But um, I, I believe I have two. Okay. But yeah, so short episode this time, guys. But we want to yeah. just kind of give a brief recap of Retro World. It was blast. Like, yeah. Epic I time. I definitely recommend checking it out next year. If like you're into game collecting or playing games themselves, because they have a bunch there, or... Just go into a convention that's more low-key and less stressful. Just remember to bring money because it is not in a, it's not a cheap convention. It's not cheap, but it is a good time. I mean, so. you can the art stuff is pretty is is all fair and reasonable. Yeah. But oh, if you're going for game collecting, yeah. It's, just be it's prepared not, to be prepared spend. to spend because it's not cheap. Yeah. This is not this is an expensive hobby. Although we don't know what's going to happen next year. The whole market could crash for all we know. Yeah. The bubble's going to burst at some point. Who knows when? <laughs> but, anyways. He hit me. I did not. Should I, should I see if there's a lamaker? No. To call us out? Sign us out? No. The, too much time and effort. We're not wow. going to stretch it They're that all bad. so sad. They wanted to hear my cat. I doubt sure. they did. <laughs> wow. I wanted to hear. How rude. Oh, whatever. But, anyways, guys. Once again, thank you for joining us on the Gaming and Collecting Podcast. We are made on Anchor Podcast, and you can find us on all your major podcasting platforms, such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We're also available on YouTube, and you can find us on Good Pods. But once again, guys, thank you for joining us as we discuss the games that shaped us, and we will see you all next time. Conventions! Woo! <laughs> Bye! Bye! <laughs>